Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. I hope you're having a great day. Got a lot to get to. Can't wait. But first, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. And don't forget, today's episode is presented to you by Superbook Sports Colorado. It's freaking hot here in the Denver metro area right now. I want to say for the next like three days and today, it's it's pushing 100 degrees, if not going over. And that's not good. It's a dry heat. Yes. Okay. If you live in Texas, it's it's you got a lot of moisture in the air, and that's actually worse. So if it's a hundred degrees and you got humidity, oh my God, it's it's horrible. But for Colorado, I guess, I guess it's not that bad. But it's still annoying <laughs> because I don't like the heat. And it always every time I go outside, I just I always think of this line from Spaceballs. <laughs> Too hot. Right? Too hot. Way too hot. Not a fan of it. If I could live in a world where it was consistently mm, between, like, say, 55 degrees and 70 degrees, I'd be a happy camper, okay? I would be. But that's not reality, is it? And, and, oh, my God, I'm outside today. And my kids and I decided to do a project we have this old bench. It's a wooden bench that somebody gave the kids. It's kid size, like a park bench, but it, it's kind of beat up. So we started sanding it, and we we're sanding it today. And my God, I was dripping sweat. It was like I just got out of the pool. And my wife's all, that's disgusting. And it reminds me of my dad when he was in school, people called him pig sweat because he just sweat so disgustingly so much it was <laughs> it was gross and my son and I are exactly like that we sweat like like so disgusting but anyway it's hot I'm moody thankfully the studio is down in the basement of my house and it is nice and cool and I love it I can't wait and speaking of things I can't wait headlines let's jump into those let's go let's go and now here are the headlines. <laughs> As a former restaurant manager, this drives me nuts. But I kind of get it in a weird, twisted way. I get it, okay? But ultimately, it's disgusting and gives so many other restaurants a bad name. A South Carolina Burger King manager was arrested and accused of serving customers fries from the trash can. That's disgusting. Although it is zero waste that we're trying to go for, people. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's gross. I have never seen anything like that when I was in restaurants. Never. Never. I don't think. God, that's going to freak me out if, if I ever see something like this. So here's the deal. The restaurant assistant manager, who is 39-year-old Jamie Christine Major, was accused of taking stale fries from the trash, adding them to the container where freshly cooked fries were dumped, and then putting fresh fries on top. A Burger King spokesman told Newsweek, these allegations do not align to the brand's commitment to quality food and service and creating an exceptional guest experience. The franchise of this restaurant is cooperating, cooperating with local authorities and will take appropriate action based on the findings. 
As this remains an open, ongoing investigation, we're unable to share additional details at this time. Check this out, though. The charges can carry a sentence up to 20 years in prison. Holy crap. Holy crap. And listen, I know there, there's people that have done much worse and have gotten less. But this is disgusting. I mean, you don't know what those fries were exposed to in the trash. There's so many diseases and so many, I, I guess, more uh, bacteria that, that they were exposed to that she just basically fed to customers. And we don't know how long she's been doing this, and you don't know what else she's been doing. Uh, listen, there's a lot of ways people can get sick at a restaurant if you got somebody that is a moron like her doing stuff like that. If you if they're not practicing FIFO, which is first in, first out, and you and they, you know, are putting fresh product in first and you know, and then taking it out first, that's bad because uh or I, I think I explained that wrong. But basically, you see what I'm saying is you could end up keep pushing product in the back and it's just getting it's just older and older and older and not actually getting used when it should. Right. And then then somebody finally does use it and it's it's rotting or, you know, it's it's past its its use date. And then next thing you know, somebody gets sick, horribly sick. And it always used to freak me out. Like when I worked at Chipotle, it used to freak me out, especially with chicken. Because chicken, like, you know, if, they're, if they don't cook that right, and then, like, say you have a, a pregnant woman come in, oh, my God. Oh, my God. You, you just think that, like, it's not just her that gets sick. It's, it's, it's potentially the, the baby as well. So it, it's, that stuff freaks me out. And who knows what she did wrong. If, if it's just this, that's still pretty bad. But if you find out as they start investigating and start talking to employees, because listen, the employees are going to try to save their backsides. They're going to tell the police everything they need to know. Be like, listen, this is just the tip of the iceberg. And maybe she did this, 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 and this. Okay. So I wouldn't doubt if we find out more information. And I wouldn't doubt if there's even worse stories out there, not necessarily with her. And again, this is still allegations against her. The investigation hasn't been concluded. So maybe this is, you know, just a bunch of false claims. Who knows? But there's, there's stories out there of people that have done horrible things. And I, and I know I have some. I just can't think of them right now. If you have a good story of something that you've experienced, whether you did it yourself, you little bastard, or, or you worked with somebody that did something that, man, that is disgusting. Or maybe you witnessed it or you just heard about it. Let me know, dehuffpodcast at gmail.com, or hit me up on my socials at dehuffpodcast. I'd love to hear, hear about it. If you need to stay anonymous, I'll do that for you. I have no problems with that as well. So I, I oh, God. And th this lady's 39 years old. She should know better not to do that. It's not like it's an 18-year-old that's oblivious to, you know, the reality of life. <laughs> like, hey, that's a bad idea. She's 39. She's an assistant GM. She should know. She should know. 
Oh my God, that's disgusting. Oh, gross. How many people ate trash, trash fries? <laughs> At Burger King, we sell trash fries. Mmm, delicious. <laughs> oh, gross. Oh, I don't even want to think about that. So that, that gives like all these other restaurants a bad uh, rep. If I ran a restaurant, I'd be like, guys, just a reminder. There are video cameras everywhere. Pull your head out of your butt and don't do gross stuff, okay? You should know better, regardless if there's a, a camera on you or not. That's dumb. <laughs> Would you eat that? Would you eat fries out of the trash can? Would you? At your home. Or how about this? At somebody else's home. Would you eat French fries that were out of the trash can? If you say yes, you should feel a lot of shame. I'm sorry. <laughs> They're like, look at yourself in the mirror. Come on, man. That's not good. That's not a good look for you. <laughs> oh, my God. Could you imagine seeing that? Be like, oh, my God. What am I seeing? She literally put the, the trash fries in the, with the other ones. Oh, so gross. So gross. AMC Theater said Thursday it is ending its sightline tiered seat pricing pilot, which began earlier this year, which we actually talked about in which moviegoers who sat up by the front of the theater directly next to the screen paid less for a ticket compared to those who chose more desirable seats in the middle of the theater. So they're, they're doing away with it because nobody wants to do it. But what's interesting is AMC said moving forward, it's gearing up to test more spacious front rows with seats that recline in theaters nationwide later this year. I don't know anybody that wants to sit up front. Do you sit up front? Have you ever sat up front? I want to say I sat up front once when I was younger, and it gave me the worst headache, and it was like one of the worst experiences ever because you can't see all of the screen. That's why, like, if I see a movie, I want to be in the back row, back, as far back as I can go, right? That's it. That's where I want to be because I want to see everything, and I don't want to have a messed up neck when I leave the theater. They should, what they should do is just try to remove those seats. But, you know, that's obviously, uh, you know, taking money out of their pocket because somebody will sit there. I don't know. Maybe I'm missing something, but I don't know anybody that likes to go sit up front. Do you? Do you like to sit up front? You know who likes to sit up front? Jeffrey Dahmer. That's all I'm saying. I, I heard somewhere that he liked to watch movies. Uh, in the front row seat. So you are a serial killer. <laughs> I'm just joking. Or am I? <laughs> That's, oh God. That is not cool. Well, the Palm Recognition Service called Amazon One will be available for payment and, and Prime membership benefits at all Whole Foods market locations by the end of this year. Instead of traditional payment methods, Amazon One allows customers to hover their palm over an Amazon One device. Amazon said the technology uses the information embedded on your palm to create unique palm signature that it can reach each and every time you use it. Whole Foods is among 400 locations using Amazon One technology. Others include Panera Bread, Coors Field in Colorado, Airport Travel Realtors, uh, retailers, excuse me, in sports and entertainment venues. I forgot that Coors Field was doing that. 
I don't and they just started that, I believe, this year at Coors Field. Have you used that? Does it freak you out? I mean, I guess the concern is what are they doing with this information? And they they claim that it's it's a separate entity that is housing your palm information and is super secure is what they say. But I don't know, man, that it seems, I don't know. It seems kind of scary because it, let's say somebody, I don't know. I guess that that's the problem too, with so many sci-fi movies out there. And you could go in like cons conspiracy theories, be like, what if somebody hacks it and then goes into the mainframe of the police stations and swaps out the palm print for, with you to somebody that actually murdered somebody. Next thing you know, you're behind bars. Seen it a million times, guys. That's what happens. Thanks to Amazon One and Whole Foods. I don't know. I It, it kind of scares me. I'm not ready to do that. It's it's cool technology, but it does kind of scare me. I, I, don't, I don't know if I trust it yet. I don't. That being said, I have nothing to hide as far as I'm sure some people are looking at it and be like, well, I don't want the, you know, the government to know what I'm doing with, you know, or tracking me by my fingerprints and palm prints and stuff. I'm like, I have nothing to hide. I'm not doing anything illegal. But I get it. I get it. And I, I just, oh, uh, uh. I would much rather insert a chip on, on me or like that one guy. Remember that one guy we were talking about that he got his like, his it's whatever in in the uk but basically like a king supers um you know qr code tattooed on his arm so that way he doesn't have to bring in his q his card his club card or whatever because he kept forgetting it like that's so dumb but i would rather do that than do my palm and i don't know i don't know i i, I yes it's convenient Super convenient. Is it necessary? I don't think it's necessary. It's just us being lazier and lazier as a society and be like, I don't want to have a club card or I don't want to have to type in my phone number. Ugh, that's so hard. Is it though? <laughs> Is it? No, it's not. But hey, let me know if you want to be, if you're comfortable doing this. I, I, I'm not, I'm not there yet. I'm not. Who knows? Maybe in a month from now, I'll, I'll you know, work through the, the, the chaos of this setup. And then maybe my opinion will change. But as of right now, I just I can't see myself doing it. Uh, I don't know. Ugh. I guess in a sense, it's like, you know, you always hear about people stealing identities and stuff like that. And there's essentially no repercussions for people that steal fucking identities. They could steal your identity, spend all this money, and basically they get slapped on the wrist. So I don't, I don't know how I feel about this at being added to the equation. Like they stole not only your banking information, but now they have your palm and fingerprints. Yeah, now what are they going to do with it? Oh, God, it's ugh, so weird. I don't like to be on the conspiracy thing, but that's just, I can see how people will go down that, that rabbit hole, okay? Hey, we got more coming your way, but first, 
We're changing the game. So help your bets stay hot this summer at Superbook Sports, the most trusted name in sports gambling with a direct line to Las Vegas. And right now, when you use the promo code MILEHIGH, you're going to score up to $250 with their first bet bonus. So win or lose, Superbook is going to match your first bet up to $250 with that promo code MILEHIGH. Go ahead and download the Superbook Sports app. Enter that promo code mile high, and you're going to get 250 bucks courtesy of Superbook Sports. Go ahead and visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. And if you got a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. You hear about this all the time. In fact, when my family and I went up to South Dakota, I had to remind the kids, <laughs> if by some odd chance you ran into one of these animals, to not mess with it, it slowly back up. A woman was injured in a bison attack last week in Yellowstone. And then to add on to the storyline is her boyfriend decided when she was recovering in the hospital to propose to her. <laughs> and guess what? She said yes. Oh. Keep in mind, she, she's fully loaded on pain medicine. So who knows? In a couple days when she starts to come off that stuff, she might go, wait, we're, we're engaged? Um, you're the one that told me to go take a picture of the bison. <laughs> First of all, people, with the whole bison thing, you, you hear it all the time. Every summer, another bison attack. As people are, you know, trying to get their picture taken with a bison. Seriously, you don't need to do that. Nobody cares about the picture. If anything, you get the picture and then you post it online and everybody says the same thing. You are a fucking moron for getting your picture taken with a bison. Because it's just going to, you're one, you're impeding on or encroaching on his, his territory. Okay? That's what's happening happening so so don't do that you're an idiot and nobody cares about your your selfie with a with a bison or buffalo what do you want to ever you want to call it but man people stop doing it all the time and now this is also goes to my my distaste for proposals at times look i i appreciate a good proposal right I have a hard time with public public proposals. Can't stand it when people get, uh, you know, down on one knee at a baseball game and it's up on the jumbotron and it's like, Carol, do you want to marry or will you marry me, Todd? And then she's like, Oh God, there's like a thousand some people staring at me. Yeah, I guess. Ah, I love you. I'm gonna say no in the parking lot, <laughs> type of thing. It's just, it's. I feel like it's overwhelmingly just an enormous amount of peer pressure to say yes. And, and that bugs me. I, I would love to see the statistics on public proposals and how long those marriages last. I did see something the other day, by the way, while we're talking about this, with the, the more you spend on an engagement ring, the more likely you're going to get divorced. Yeah, so ladies, if he if he proposes like me with a ring pop, huh? Yep, expect that marriage to last a long time. But if you're sitting there going, this isn't good enough, 
<laughs> like if you need to spend like twenty thousand dollars on a, an on an engagement ring, oh my God, it's just gonna end. It's just gonna end. So keep that in mind, okay? Because I guess if you broke that down, that's all. It's all about love versus you know the the glamour of having a ring, right? So you can show people off. Be like, look, look how rich he is. Yeah, he's he's gonna be uh, you know slinging his meat on Colfax for a while to pay this thing off. But that's okay. That's okay. I like it. <laughs> but going back to the injured lady that said yes at a hospital proposal, like, what is she supposed to do? She can't, like, escape. She's in a bed in the hospital. She's hooked up to a bunch of machines, all drugged up. She probably doesn't know she said yes. Or if she did, she's like, what are my, what are my options here? Huh? I'm going to look like the biggest bitch in the world because he's like sitting by her bed, helping nurse her back to health. <laughs> Am I being a dick about that? Am I a dick? Probably. Maybe you guys think it's uh, a little bit more rom- romantic than I do. I, I'm not a fan. Not a fan. A man snatched up uh, a website matching the name of Elon Musk's burnt hair cologne. Remember that? Oh, God, can't imagine and traded it for a family tour of the Boring Company. Twitter user uh, Jeremy, wow, I've never seen it spelled like that before, J-E-R-O-M-Y, that's odd. Jeremy Sohn said the Boring Company struck a deal with him over the website domain. He said that he bought BurntHair.com minutes after Elon Musk announced Burnt Hair Perfume for sale. In exchange for the domain, the boring company gave him a tour and some company swag. <laughs> so if, if indeed Elon Musk is serious about this cologne that smells like burnt hair, that guy's an idiot because all he got was a, you know some t-shirts, some visors, <laughs> some stickers, and a tour of the company. Come on, man. You could have got some money. You could have retired early. It's Elon Musk. He'd be like, yeah, here's you know a couple million dollars. I really want to sell burnt hair. It's my thing. Wouldn't you, like if he's real serious about owning that domain, I mean, I, I know it's kind of scummy, but dude, why not? If you can make some money off of it, who cares? That's so crazy. Uh, speaking of crazy, let's dive into the mailbag. Mailbag. You've got mail. <laughs> so I think it was yesterday on Facebook, I posted something about what's your favorite Colorado whiskey or whiskey in general? And just to get people talking, and I love whiskey. I'm a huge fan of whiskey and bourbon. I had some cognac the other day. That was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Anyway, so Asher wrote in, you want to talk Scotch, Scott DeHuff? I'm your guy. Perhaps you can come up with another character called Scotchy DeHuff. (laughs) Different from Scottish DeHuff or Scotchy DeHuff. Only does Scotch whiskey reviews online. That's from Asher. Asher, that's uh, that's hilarious. Asher's been a huge uh, listener of mine from my days back on the radio station, <laughs> and uh, 
and he's always requesting uh, characters. So I'm trying to think, Asher, what would a a Scotch reviewer? Because I would imagine you're kind of snobby, right? If you're a reviewer of Scotch, be like, "Hello there, it's Scotch, it's Scotchy de Hoff." <laughs> like that is that does sound like Connery, though. That's right. I'm drinking Scotch and banging your mother right now. How's your mother, by the way? Um, I'm trying to think what that would be. I should have thought about this before. I want to say when I first read this, I had something pop in my head, and I can't remember what it was. Maybe it is like they're actually drunk. How about that? Be like, hey, everybody, I just want to give you a review. My name is Scott. You can call me Scotchy Scotch Scotch. <laughs> anyway, this one, when it, it, it hits my mouth, I feel like there's a party going on. And then once it hits my belly, ooh, I feel all warm and toasty. <laughs> anyway, I just threw up a little bit. That's okay. I got more room for Scotchy Scotch Scotch. <laughs> there you go. You're welcome. You are so welcome. You know what I need right there. Oh, you guys are too kind. Oh, yeah. Oh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Really appreciate it. Hey, if you want to join the podcast like Asher just did, you can hit me up on my socials at DeHuff Podcast, or you can send me an email, uh, Podcast at gmail.com, uh, and I'll always review those and respond or get you on, on the, the podcast in some capacity. Really appreciate you guys. If there's a story you want to pass along, whether it's something uh, just insane that you just want to, you know, send my way, let me know. Or maybe you got some funny questions that you want to run my way. Love it. Always love it when you guys do that. It's funny. Too. I, By the way, so we're talking about uh, whiskey real quick. I got to bring this up, and, and it just popped in my head. So I, my, my good buddy that I grew up next to when I – when I lived in Broomfield, that's where I grew up most of my life, in Broomfield, Colorado. And my buddy Grant lived maybe a two-minute walk down the street, maybe a little bit longer than that, right, on, on another street. Anyway, he ends up, we grow up, he ends up moving to Hawaii, then moves to California. And then while he's doing all that, I'm moving around the North Metro uh, North Metro area here in Colorado, like, you know, whether it's Westminster, Thornton, Broomfield, whatever. Now I'm in Thornton. And then anyway, like a, like a year ago, he reaches out to me on Facebook and says that he moved back to Colorado, blah, 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 blah. Guess where he lives? Like a three to five minute walk up, up the road from us. Like how freaking bizarre is that? It's like the matrix is real, man. <laughs> They're real, and we have to be together, close, close together, because that's really all the data says it's supposed to be. Conspiracy? I think not. Oh my god! I just knocked something over. <laughs> I just did. I have like a little figurine of Wolverine, and then I have this. Also, have this little uh, rubber ducky that my daughter gave me. That's right next to me, and I just knocked everything over. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, I went over to his house last night, hung out with his family, drinking some beers, and which, by the way, had some uh, Denver Beer Company beer. Oh, so good. So good. Uh, I need to 
try to work out a deal with them because that's some amazing beer that they got going on. Anyway, and then also he busted out some whiskey. And let's just say when I woke up this morning, my head hurt quite a bit. And I'm not used to it. I am not used to drinking enough where I have a headache the next day. So thanks a lot, Grant. Thanks. That's okay. I just ate some eggs. I'm good to go. Boom. You're welcome. Hey, thank you guys so much for supporting the podcast. I truly appreciate it. I've been rolling around the numbers, and it's insane. I've already surpassed the amount of listens and downloads from last year. So last year, the whole 12 months, I'm already past that, and we're in July. It's insane, and it's a credit to all of you. And I keep listening. Uh, tell your your friends about it. Spread the word. That's how it works. And if you see me on social media, like it. If you really like it, share it, you know, repost it, whatever. I truly appreciate you guys. You guys are are the blood of this, of this podcast, and I, I can't thank you enough. So thank you so much for supporting me and allowing this po- podcast to continue. Um, like I said, I've said before, two years ago when I decided to leave the radio station to spend more time with my family. It was a big risky move, but it was something that needed to happen because I chose family over a job. And the byproduct of that is this podcast is something that uh, allows me to generate some income and allows me to be a better father and a better, better husband to my wife. Still a work in progress, right? It's not easy. It's not like, oh, I just left there and do this. Everything's, uh, you know, peaches and cream. No, it's not. It's easy. It's, or it's, it's not easy. It's a, a daily grind, but it, it allows me to uh, have the opportunities to be a better person. And, and you guys listening and sharing it and supporting the podcast allows that to happen. So thank you guys so much. I truly appreciate it. Big thanks to Superbook Sports Colorado. Go check them out. It's to Huff Uncensored. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.